Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hey everyone, I'm Scott Hansen, host of NFL Red Zone, and you're listening to the Cleats Off Podcast with Liz Bandari. Hello everyone, and welcome to the Cleats Off Podcast. I'm your host, Liz Bandari, and this is a show that brings you closer to the game you love. Today's guest is the legendary Scott Hansen, the man who brings us seven hours of commercial free football every Sunday. Enjoy the show. Red Zone is such an incredible show. Um, how did that opportunity come around for you? Well, thank you for the compliment. Thank you for watching. I love our viewers in the UK. I always, towards the end of the show, I always think about our list, our viewers in the UK because I'm like, okay, they're staying up pretty late on a Sunday night with the work week ahead and everything. So I love it. I love it when I hear from folks in the UK there. And to answer your specific question, how it came about, I was already working for NFL Network at the time. I was a roving reporter. So they would fly me to a practice or a game or a news conference somewhere in one of the 32 NFL cities, and I would cover that story. But I was always interested in, I'd be at one game, but I'd be interested in what was happening in all the other stadiums. So I'd be the guy in the press box with my laptop opened up. And I'd be watching whatever Patriots Jets on the field, but then I'd be elbowing the guy and the girl next to me going, hey, yeah, yeah, we're watching this game here, but Peyton Manning's got 300 yards passing in the third quarter in Indianapolis. Oh, Adrian Peterson has is, is got 100 yards rushing at the half, like watching on the computer and other games. So when I heard that they were starting this show, NFL Red Zone, and it was going to show every touchdown from every game, seven hours, no commercials, I was like, I called them up and I'm like, who do you got to host this thing? Because I want it. And I did an audition and the audition went well enough. And here I am in season 13, all these years later. (laughs) Which is just incredible in itself, isn't it? I mean, you've just got this passion that I think makes everyone love it so much. I think that's the reason why it's so successful. Like everyone just loves your personality and how into it you are. So yeah, it's great. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, thank you. I appreciate that. And I would say this, that that the enthusiasm is genuine. Um, I got the enthusiasm for the game of football from my dad, like a lot of people did. You know, one of their parents is into the game and when they're a little kid and you're watching, I'm watching my dad yell at the TV about this, that <laughs> or the other thing. And I'm like, OK, well, this must be pretty interesting, pretty exciting. And when I knew that I couldn't play it for a living, I was a good football player, but not not nearly NFL caliber. When I knew I wasn't going to be a a professional football player, my parents encouraged me, hey, look, if you love football, try and make a living out of it. And I always used to say, hey, those people on TV talking about it sound like they're having a great time. And and I never want to take for granted 
the, the seat in which I sit, where millions of people across the world are experiencing NFL football through what we do as a team on NFL Red Zone on our broadcast. And I'm like, why not? Everything I'm delivering <laughs> is a highlight for someone, right? Absolutely. Someone's yelling about their favorite team or against their least favorite team or rooting for their fantasy team or whatever it is. Everything we do is a highlight. And so I always yeah. want to give that energy and that passion to the audience who I know is, <laughs> is going crazy with everything that we show. Yeah. And that's brilliant advice from your parents as well. So, you know, yeah. go, go do that. I love that. <laughs> I, was blessed. I was blessed with great encouraging parents for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Now through Red Zone, you've brought us some like crazy plays and I guess general game moments, like which has been the one that I guess has been your favorite to experience. Oh, wow. Um, you know, uh, there's a couple of moments that stand out when I look past. Now we've got over a decade of history <laughs> on NFL Red Zone. We've done more than 200 episodes. Week one, the very first show that we ever did, we had a moment that was just absolutely ridiculous. It was the the Denver Broncos were playing, and, and Kyle Orton was their starting quarterback that day, and Brandon Stokely was one of the wide receivers. And a ball popped in the air, and Stokely caught it on the fly. This was We cut to this game. They weren't in the red zone. In fact, they were on their own 20-yard line. But it was at the end of the game, and they were trailing. They needed a touchdown to win the game, and it was just a few seconds left. And the ball popped in the air, should have been intercepted, and Stokely ran under it and ran it for like an 80-yard touchdown to win the game. And Amazing. that was just one of like eight games that was going on at that time. So we could have cut to any one of the games, and we cut to that game. And in the old days, the only audience that would have seen that was the two local cities from the two teams that were being represented yeah. in that game. It was not the national TV game. And with Red Zone, we were able to cut to that moment in real time and show it to people while it was happening. And we all looked at each other like, oh, my God, <laughs> this, this is unbelievable. This is great. We're going to do this forever. And, and here we are. Here, and that was episode number one. And here we are all those years later. It, it, yeah. it's, it's been a fun ride. Yeah. <laughs> How stressful is it to present? Because obviously there's so many different things going on at once. Like, how do you keep so calm and collected with it? Yeah. It, um, well, we're not always calm and collected, but, <laughs> but we, we, we hopefully seem that way. You know, it, I really believe we all love football. And what I talk to our staff about is this. In the key moments, in the, in, during the middle of what we call the witching hour, right? The, the last <laughs> hour of the early window where we've got eight games coming down to the wire and everyone's in a two-minute drill and anybody could win at any given moment. When it's the most intense and the most difficult to do the show, I tell our staff, let's behave the same way we hope and demand that our favorite football teams behave, right? When, yeah. when Russell Wilson's in a two-minute drill, he looks calm and cool and whatnot, but his heart's pumping, and he, he's <laughs> exactly. a competitor. He wants to win the game, but he has to have control. He has to know the situation, go to his his training and, and, and just win in that moment. And so when things are going crazy behind the scenes at NFL red zone, and we're trying to just to present it as clear and as crystallized as we can, I'm like, let's look at, let's be focused. Let's be quick. Let's be intense, but let's not be out of control. 
And, and so I really put it in those terms, like let's, let's behave the same way we demand our favorite coaches and quarterbacks and football players have to behave when their job is going crazy at the end of the game. <laughs> That's brilliant. Now, say you had to, for whatever reason, miss a show. Which of your NFL Network colleagues would you, I guess, love to see step in? Well, thankfully, we haven't had to answer that question <laughs> in reality. Uh, I will tell you this, and this is really behind the scenes information. Uh, we've had a couple of drills, practices where we have acted like we're in Los Angeles. I'm speaking to you from Los Angeles, right? This is earthquake country out here. Yeah, of course. If we had an earthquake, God forbid, a bad one that would knock us off the air, that would break the signal, there is a team of people at NFL Films, which is located all the way across the country in New Jersey. Yeah. And they, technically, they could take over the broadcast. It would probably be disjointed and there might be a gap in time, but if, if for whatever reason I, yeah. I got sick the morning of the show or uh, whatever happened, uh, there, there are folks that could do it in New Jersey. And as for who used voice you would hear, they have used in these practice dry runs, if you will, um, disaster drills. They've used Mike Garofolo, my colleague oh, on yeah. NFL Network, and regular viewers of NFL Network will will certainly know Mike. He's a great, yeah. a great football mind and broadcaster, and and he would take over. But but Mike, if you're watching this, I don't plan on getting sick anytime soon. Not any anything can happen in this world, of course. <laughs> But uh, I drive very carefully at 5 a.m. I drive very carefully to the studio. No other cars around me. So hopefully we don't have to put Mike in as, as the backup quarterback anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't have it without you, Scott. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. I hope not to miss. That's for sure. <laughs> um, how much does it excite you to see, I guess, other sports globally, um, you know, try and emulate the format of like red zone. You've seen it a little bit, the charting and cricket. I know obviously you've been to speak to the guys, the, the soccer team, well, the soccer TV show here. Like, how does that feel? You know, it feels great because imitation is the highest form of flattery. And when other broadcasters in other sports, other leagues, other countries see and enjoy the success of NFL red zone and try and implement that in their own in their own leagues, it's very flattering. I would say this though, we have, I think we have an advantage on NFL red zone and there's a few things to it. One, every game in the early window kicks off at the same exact time. So a schedule that, that locks up with a lot of constant action, that's one of the necessary things. Now I know baseball and basketball and, and soccer, they, they, they might have times when, when it all coincides, but the NFL yeah. is within seconds, all those games are kicking off, which means that the fourth quarter is coming down to the wire, depending yeah. on how many penalty flags and injuries and everything else have slowed the game down. So there's one thing, but another major, major thing. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off 
buy rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. That the NFL has an advantage is the 40-second play clock, okay? We know that unless a team is in a a frantic two-minute drill, we know we've got roughly 30 seconds at the end of a play before we have to be back at that, that game where the guys are getting lined up at the line of scrimmage about ready yeah. to snap the football by the 40-second play clock expiring. And with veteran quarterbacks, they are savvy. They love to audible. They love to see the defense and make adjustments. They're going to use almost every second of that. So yeah. if, if we've got Aaron Rodgers on you know first and goal from the eight, and they run a play and they get one yard. Okay, second goal from the second is from the from the seven is coming up. I know that Rodgers is going to go back into the huddle, call a play, break the huddle, get to the line of scrimmage, survey the defense, maybe make it audible. And he's going to snap that with three seconds or less, right? So therefore, we know, hey, we don't need to see them in the huddle. Let's go cut to Indianapolis. Let's go cut to Atlanta. Let's go cut to Chicago and show you one other play in between. Whereas soccer or baseball or or basketball you can't you can't tell me when a when a guy in in soccer football is going to break <laughs> past midfield and get and get a breakaway one-on-one with a goal you can't tell me when that's going to happen you know you might yeah. know three seconds in advance you might yeah. know so it's hard it, it's hard for other uh, sports and leagues to to truly mirror what we do but Again, it's flattering that they try because <laughs> that means they're watching and they go, hey, those guys are doing something right and let's try and, and mimic it. Yeah, no, I think, you know, it's a great, great format and you just don't see it in anything else. So, um, you know, it works and it keeps if your attention spans, not the best, like you're, it helps keep things cost, constant. So, no, it's a. Uh, brilliant <laughs> yeah we, we, we had people spoof us before too and that's another form of flattery like we had uh we had the uh i don't know if, if they play much nba basketball over there but one of the great yeah. broadcasting teams for nba basketball here in the united states is ernie johnson and charles barkley shaquille o'neal um, you know you guys know right, those yeah um, but they, they're the nba on tnt our network over here and they, they did a spoof in their pregame show one time called, uh, well, I guess they called it NBA Red Zone, maybe something like that. <laughs> and Ernie, who's the host of the show, Scott Hansen, uh, he was trying to read, like he was trying to read this script, and, but it was guys breaking away for like a breakaway slam dunk. <laughs> Well, that's only going to last like two seconds long, right? Yeah. And it's like, they tried to cut to this game. They tried to cut to this game. And then there was another guy who had this, and he couldn't do it. And he took the scripts and he threw them up in the air and he walked off the set. I mean, they were obviously joking <laughs> around, but, but yeah, it's, it's, it's other leagues would love to try it, but no one can yeah. quite get the, the secret sauce of NFL Red Zone. <laughs> Well, you've got to talk about the latest Simpsons episode. So, you know, what was it? NFL punt zone? I think it was. That was brilliant. (laughs) Brilliant. Brilliant. So Matt Selman is the executive producer of of The Simpsons, and he's been there for a long time. He's a big New England Patriots fan, big football (laughs) fan, and he's, he's a big NFL red zone fan. So he and I have seen each other occasionally because I've been a big Simpsons fan going back to when I was in high school. And and he would, and I would bump into each other every once in a while. We would talk football and I would want to talk about the Simpsons. He would want to talk about the NFL. <laughs> uh, and so he called me up. Uh, I've known him for about five years. He called me up about eight months ago and said, Hey, it's not official yet, but we've written a small part for you on the Simpsons. And I just about 
<laughs> fainted. I mean, Tom Brady could have called me up on my cell phone and I would not have been less uh, as shocked as I was when the Simpsons called me up. Um, and, and so it ended up working out. We had to run the joke past the NFL to make sure they were cool with it and everything else like that. But yeah, we shot it. And it's so, it, yeah, and it just aired this Sunday. And yeah. do they play the Simpsons very much? Do you guys get it over? Oh my God, over? it's huge here. Yeah, it's huge. Really? Yeah. Really? That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, it's I mean it's it's one of the greatest television shows of all time. Yeah. I mean, NFL I went for 13 seasons, <laughs> and that's a long time for a television show. The Simpsons, 33 yeah. seasons. So uh yeah, so the, the, the it just aired and, and the joke was <laughs> it's on my social media. I'm sure people have seen it. The the punt zone channel. And nothing but punts. Never miss another exciting moment of a fair catch or every <laughs> second of hang time. You know, uh, so so that was that was pretty funny. And to think that I was on the Simpsons' famous living room tube television. Yeah. Amazing! It's a pinch me moment. A pinch me moment <laughs> in my career. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Now, um, for years, uh, Los Angeles has been obviously without a, a team. And so it was pretty much always, I guess, like a college football one. With the brand spanking new stadium, obviously got two teams there. Do you think that LA is starting to return to be like very much an NFL town? It's a good question because, um, so Los Angeles is interesting. You know, it's the second biggest city in the United States. And there's sunshine and, and beautiful scenery and the beaches <laughs> and the ocean. So there's so many things to do. And there's so many different types of people here that it's not truly known as a sports town. It's yeah. known as an entertainment town. And sports, of course, is a part of that, but not all of that. It's Hollywood and Beverly Hills and all these things. Um, but the Rams return. Remember, the Rams happened first, then the Chargers. Yeah. The Rams return, and you still had strong pockets of, of Los Angeles Rams fans from the first time they were the L.A. Rams get to get back into it and return and bring their kids to games and stuff. That was a big deal. Then the building of SoFi Stadium, the construction yeah. of the $5 billion building. I don't know what that is in, in you know, your <laughs> currency, but, but it's insane. It's, it's, it's a palace. It's an amazing place to go see a game. The Super Bowl is going to be there. Yeah. This Super Bowl will be there. You've already seen it on TV. It looks beautiful inside. <laughs> and then when the Chargers came too, that's another chance for fans to get into Los Angeles football. And what that means is basically every weekend, there's a game in that stadium. Right. Yeah. So, you know, any any place else, virtually any place else, MetLife, the Jets and Giants share that stadium. But um, anywhere else, it's OK. Is it a home game or away game? There's always a home game. Yeah. So there's always some football buzz in Los Angeles now. And yeah, it's 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 been great to see. <laughs> and of course, the biggest thing is, will either one of those teams win at all? It, you know, it's like anywhere else. The fans yeah. will come if you win big. And right yeah. now, the Rams and the Chargers look like they're both like top 10 yeah. teams in the NFL. So we'll see how far they can go. Yeah, definitely. I think it'll be really exciting. I think, um, I mean, I'm, I'm personally loving Matt Stafford's move there so it's to the Rams. So, yeah, excited to see how it kind of 
yeah, pans out really. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And speaking of LA, um, you know, the NFL's just opened the new studios and offices there. Like, what's that being like? Yeah, maybe people, some people might know this, some people might not, but our brand new facility at NFL Media, we call it NFL Los Angeles. It's like we have <laughs> the, the main business offices are in New York. This is LA, so we're coast to coast. Uh, it's a beautiful building, beautiful building. And we're still learning all of the fun bells and whistles that can make our jobs easier and better in the new building, technologically speaking, from a television broadcasting perspective. But the one thing we don't like is the traffic. After oh, Red no. Zone's over, like I just told you, we got we always have a Charger game or a Rams game pretty much going on there. <laughs> we sit in, like we're all exhausted. That whole NFL Red Zone staff yeah. is exhausted at the end of seven hours with no breaks. And we get in our cars and we just want to go home and watch Sunday night football. And, and we sit in stadium traffic like we just went to a game ourselves because we are right there. Like here yeah. is SoFi Stadium, here is NFL. And, there, and there's only one little road in between. Yeah. It's right there. So all the parking lots are all over the place. <laughs> uh, but it's a small thing to complain about. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll enjoy the new, the new building and the new facility for a long, long time to come. <laughs> <laughs> Scott it's been amazing to speak to you I appreciate you taking out the time and um yeah it's been it's been great thank you well Liz all the best to you and your success I understand that you are you're are you the number one female football voice in the UK going right now I heard you have a lot, I mean, a lot of followers I wouldn't want to say that but if you're <laughs> saying that <laughs> straight from Scott Hansen's mouth Liz has got it going on keep watching keep listening Amazing. Thanks, Scott. <laughs> All right, Liz. Great to be with you. Enjoy, enjoy the rest of the season. How amazing is Scott? That energy and passion is just something else. Be sure to follow him on Twitter at Scott Hansen. Well, that's it for another episode of the Cleats Off podcast. As always, I'd love your comments and feedback, so feel free to reach out to me at NFLGirlUK across Twitter, Facebook or Instagram. And finally, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. I wouldn't want you to miss a single episode. Until next time, thanks for listening.